Good evening, everyone. This is Kizzy coming from my home to your home or wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. The show was called Let's Talk About It. And so that is exactly what I'm about to do. So in this segment, I'm going to talk about the difference between obedience, faithful, and loyalty. So we can use these terms in a biblical way. We also could use these terms in an earthly way. Today, I'm going to talk about a little bit of both. And hopefully this segment will give you a little bit more insight or knowledge. And maybe this could be a thought of your own. I do not know. But I was compelled to talk about it. And I wanted to start off with this because I think that it's very, very important. I think that it's, we don't talk about these things enough. Uh, we don't talk about what it means to be loyal. What does it mean to be faithful? And what does it mean to be obedient? You know, a lot of people don't think that loyalty and faithful and obedience goes together. But it does. It goes hand in hand. And if you think about the words, you know, it'll take you to a place. And if you think about it, if I'm faithful, then I'm loyal. And it caused me to be obedient to both terms of the word, faithful and loyalty. So I wanted to touch it on today. And I just wanted to read a couple of things that I've written down um, because I, I'm going to get into a relationship part of this conversation. And so I'm just going to read something. If we have truth, faith, obedience, and faith, our faith are two sides of the same. When you are faithful, you are loyal, unwavering, and reliable regardless of circumstances. Obedience. Obedience means between, so I'll read it. Between obedient and faithful is the obedient is willing. Meaning faithful is loyal, adhering firmly to person or cause. Now, for some people that might have went over your head. So it all depends on where you are in your relationship. If you are in a relationship, whether you are married or you're dating. In order to have those things, you have to have morals. And I know a lot of people don't even understand what morals are. I'm not your teacher. I'm not your parent. But morals is when you set a standard. And it's just certain things you will not do. And it's certain things you will not adhere to. But I wanted to talk about the, you know, the benefits of being faithful, the benefits of being loyal, the be, the benefits of being obedient. When you are faithful and you are loyal and you are obedient, that gives the person the chance to really, really trust you. That says a lot about your character. Um, it says a lot about you as, you know, just as a person. And if you can't commit to those things. I don't advise anyone to be married um, because it takes a lot in a relationship to be married. It takes a lot 
to commit to someone and being faithful and being loyal and being obedient. All three of those things tie in together, especially during a marriage, during a relationship, because you got to get to the married part. Right. So I don't want to leave that out, you know, and when we're in a relationship, we look for those things, you know, can this person be loyal to me? Will this person be faithful to me? You know, for the men, would you guys take it way too far? (laughs) Will this person be obedient to me? You know, when I think of obedience, I think of, you know, thinking of God, I be obedient to his word, but I know in marriages, Obedience goes a long way because that's just where the men have taken it. But in the relationship, you know, I know a lot of us um, are in relationships that we're just not happy in or we're just in it because we have been content for so long. But you're truly not happy. Let me tell you something. Happiness is not in the benefit of you being married in a word being married is an action it's many many actions and it's things that you have steps that you have to take there are things that you have to do in order to keep this marriage going I talk about you know being faithful that means not going outside your relationship so I have a question you know, or more of a phrase, don't shit where you eat, meaning do not have romantic relationships with any one outside of your marriage. I feel like this, if you're married, if you're not happy with the person that you are married to, you can one, analyze what's really going on in a relationship what has caused you to not want to be married to this person anymore or to step outside of your marriage or outside of the relationship? What makes you want to go and be with somebody? Is it your spouse not just making you happy on a regular basis? Do they not satisfy Your need and your need could be many things. Your need could be comfort. Your need can be a sexual need. Maybe what you're used to in your partner, you don't want anymore. Maybe there's things that you want to explore outside of that. But I talk about going outside of the relationship. When does it really get that bad and how long has it been that bad you know it's something that you know it ponders me and I I do think about it um you know because I've been married before so I know that it takes a lot it takes a lot to be in a marriage a marriage is just like a job and I'll use those words again being faithful being obedient and being loyal It's just like having a job. It's being in a relationship. And all three of those words have to go together. Do I think that they are different? Absolutely not. I know some people have their own terminology of, you know, if I'm if I'm faithful, it doesn't always mean that I'm loyal. How could it not? Those two go together. You know, if you're going to be faithful, you're being loyal And you're also being obedient and you're being obedient to yourself and in 
and also to the person that you're with. You don't have to lay down with, you know, two and three and four people to get what you're looking for. Take some time and pace it. You know, if you're not happy in the relationship, I'll tell you to get out because it's only going, it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. And it doesn't make any sense to stay somewhere where you're not happy. You know, if that person is not faithful to you, um, if you find out about it, you know, I would suggest, you know, having a conversation, telling your spouse how you got to this point. You know, there are people that's been married over 20 years and you think back, you hear it all the time. People are getting divorced and it's like, (laughs) They've been together 40 some years and they pick now to want to get divorced. Well, what it is, is that people are starting to realize that life is really too short. And they've been in this marriage because either that's what they were told that they needed to do in order to be happy in this life. Or was a decision of their own and they just decided to make that decision. That's a good question, too. When do you decide that? You know, men, when do you decide that you want to pop the question to the young lady? You know, in the marriages and relationships, you know, I always say, you know, if the marriage is getting bad or if you're starting to be unhappy, you know, think back of how much you loved your spouse. What made you love your spouse? What made you fall in love with that person? And I'm not talking about lust everyone. I'm talking about love. I'm talking about being in love. You can love someone. You can be in lust with someone, but being in love is something totally different. Yes, there's a difference. There's a difference in being in love and loving someone. You can love someone and not be with them. You can be in love and not be with them. Yes, you can. But when you are in love, then Your loyalty will never be questioned. Your faithfulness will never be questioned and your obedience will never be questioned. I'm tying these things together because we need more of this and we need more of this in the black families. I speak on the black families families because I am black and I know and I know what it is and what it means to grow up in a household where You don't have both parents or you may have both parents and all they do is fight and argue every day. Neither, you know, it's, it's not healthy. It's not healthy to be in a relationship that you're not happy with and to continue to do that every day. It's not healthy for you and it's not fair to your spouse. And a lot of times our spouses will go along with it because they're either afraid or they're just content, or they don't care. And so because they don't want to change anything, because you got a lot of people that are not acceptant when it's coming to things that are changing. You know, when you work on a job, there's a lot of people that cannot accept change. And we as people, I don't know how we got into this mode to say, well, I just got so old and I'm just stuck in my ways. No, no. You can learn how to be different if you really want to. You know, I believe there are many things that you can change of yourself, especially if it's affecting your relationship. You know, it's very, very important to have healthy relationships. Ones 
that mean you can talk to the person. You can explain to them how you feel. And without any judgment, you can walk away from that conversation and still be okay. Relationships are dying in this society right now. Like there's so many people that are not talking about it. Now, there are a handful of people that really, really want this. And I believe that there's more. I think that it's so many people that want to stay stuck in what society has going on. Um, You know, they want to be part of the in crowd. So meaning that they just want to hit it and go about to the next person. You know, I can't mention enough about those soul ties. You sleep down, you know, sleep with somebody. You end up taking a piece of that person away with you. So be careful when you decide to step outside of being faithful, being loyal and obedient. Apply those things to yourself. Be faithful to yourself. You're going to be faithful to yourself. You're going to be loyal to yourself. You're also going to be obedient to what you are requiring for yourself. Don't be in any relationship that is not okay. If it's not healthy for you, walk away. If a person wants to leave your life, let them go. You never know what baggage or how much of a weight you're lifting off of yourself once you decide to let that person leave you. Because Trust me, nobody is in the business of keeping nobody that doesn't want to be kept. I know I'm not one of them. I'm not in the business of keeping nobody that don't want to be kept. I am no slave owner. I want you to be with me because that's where you want to be. And I know a lot of relationships is suffering right now just because of this, just because we they won't step out of the comfort zone and say, you know what, we need to touch bases on some things right now. I know that there's a lot of financial things that are going on in um, people's homes. And this is whether you are married or you are just dating. There's a lot of financial things that are going on, and I don't want people to let that be the break of the relationship or use that as if that's the break of the relationship. Because if that's the break of the relationship, then the relationship has already, it's been gone a long time ago. It, it might've been gone from the beginning. I have, um, you know, I've been in this position before, you know, I am divorced. I'm happily divorced. Um, he wasn't the guy for me. Can't say that he's not a good guy. He's a good father to his kids. He just wasn't the man for me. Um, And that's how relationships end up. You know, I had to learn to get this way because I was very, very angry in the relationship because I felt that he wasn't there for me. And, you know, as the book comes out and as I talk about more things on this podcast, you know, I'll share different things from time to time. But my life is personable. You know, I'm. I really don't hide anything. I am what I am. What you see is what you get. When you talk to me is what you get. I don't hide anything from anybody. Um, Anybody that knows me knows that when I do something, I do it with passion. And I don't try to slack. And that's in everything that I do. Even working on this podcast, 
it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of time to think. But the things that I think about are these topics right here because I really do care about the black families. You know, if your family is suffering due to constant arguing, abuse, I mean, you got so many different abuses. You got verbal abuse. You got mental abuse. You got physical abuse. Emotionally, you can be abused. And for some of us, because we are so glutton for punishment that we don't even recognize when we are being abused because we've dealt with it for so long, it becomes a pattern of our lives. Some of us are so broken and broke down that when we get in a relationship and this person can be a good girl or a good guy and they could be really meant for you. But because you are so damaged, the relationship can possibly not even work out. So I'll tell you, no, don't stay in anything that is not good for you. It's just like feeding yourself. If it's not good to put in your body, then don't put it in there. I'm, I'm, I'm still learning myself that what we put in our body is what makes us in the inside. In the inside, you create cancer. In the inside, you create, you know, hypertension. You, you create all these things that can happen to you inside your body by putting bad things in your mouth and, and eating them or consuming it. It's the same thing as being in a relationship. That energy from that person, if it is not positive energy, that energy is going into you. You could be the most positive person in the day. And you can have somebody that you are in a relationship with and their energy will bring your energy down. I'm telling you, people, do not stay in a relationship that has no meaning to it. If it is holding you down or holding you back and that person cannot and is not bringing anything to the table, then it's time to get up from the table and it's time to push back. And it's time to start making yourself a full plate to where you are satisfied by eating it. It's no difference of in being in a relationship. I want to talk about, you know, are you lusting someone? Lust can put a blindfold over your eyes. So if you're thinking of the sexual nature of the relationship, that's just one thing that somebody can bring to the table. You know how many women and men can bring that to the table? Sex is in your mind. It is what you make it. Now, don't get me wrong. It is a very pleasurable thing. That's why God created it, because he wanted us to have pleasure that way. And I mean, with a man and a woman, not two men, not two women. Because remember, it's a pleasurable thing for yourself. So what you put in your mind is what you make of it. We have to be more cognizant to ourselves. We can't just lust someone. 
we have to be in love with that person that person because we have to decide is it quality or quantity I don't want to lack either one of those from nobody I want you to bring your quality and I want you to bring your quantity your quantity could be your finances it could be an extra car it could be an extra house I want some quantity of that nature I don't want the quantities of your extra baby mamas or you know of the baggage that you're holding because someone abused you I don't want that quantity ladies and gentlemen let's take quantity that is going to increase our life because quantity just means more quality is what somebody needs to bring to the table too you have to be able to qualify to be with me if you don't qualify to be with me and yes I did say it I said qualify it's just like filling out an application if your application is not looking right meaning you might have some misspelled words you're gonna get a slanted eye because at this age if you do not know how to spell something is definitely wrong with you but moving on quality I need out of somebody and I expect that anyone that is listening to this podcast the show is called let's talk about it so that is what we are doing and we're talking about relationships I'm talking about loyalty I'm talking about being faithful I'm talking about quality over quantity you know being obedient you know in the relationship you know, you have to have something to bring to the table. That pretty face is going to get old. That banging body is going to start to sag. Gravity will take over. Um, there's a lot of things, you know, that women and men, you know, men, same thing. You know, you're going to eventually lose your hair. You might even start to lose your eyebrows. Um, women, we go bold too. So it's not the most attractive thing. Now, don't get me wrong. It's some beautiful women and men out here that are bald, but it's just for me to say this. Don't just judge someone off of what they look like on the outside. Find out what's in the inside. If you're going to try to create a relationship and I mean a healthy relationship, Someone, even if this person is your friend, you know, ladies, I say this too. We have to put people, you know, girlfriends in our lives that has a quality about themselves because that means they're not going to present themselves in a certain way. I cannot stand loud women. That drives me nuts. I don't know why you have to be so damn loud. Everybody can see you. Same thing, fellas, when you have your homeboys, you know. You might have been friends for years, but if they don't have the quality to qualify to be in your life, then you need to rethink that friendship. You know, we've been, you know, you can know people for years and years and years and you can you can deal with them from a distance because sometimes those people just don't bring nothing to the table. You know, a lot of them don't bring nothing but drama. You know, when you got the girlfriend that wants to come and hang out and she loud. You bringing all the attention over here. We don't need that. Because if you fly, 
and you got the quality and the quantity, you're going to automatically bring attention to yourself. You could be sitting in the corner by yourself. And if you got all of those and that light is shining on you, then you've already been seen. You don't need the extra. In the relationship, finances and debts are very, very important. You know, if you are in debt, do the responsible thing and file a bankruptcy. If you cannot control the debt anymore, don't continue to keep that over your head because you live in the United States where this is supposed to be the free world. And one of your rights is to be able to file for bankruptcy and to clear all of your debts. So if you owe too much debt and if you and your spouse is having an argument about what you owe, first of all, we might have created this debt together. Okay, we have, it's done, it's over with. You have an obligation. If you can't afford it and it's causing arguments, it's not worth it. File the bankruptcy. Whatever chapter it is that you need to do, file it. It's only based off of what you have going on in your life. Can't tell you what chapter to file. But if you're going to get rid of the arguments, especially if it's over finances, you know, just being in debt and we just over our head and we just living beyond our means. You know, those things cause arguments, but they don't have to. They don't have to cause arguments. Your finances can be raised if you get rid of the debt. Your happiness can be raised if there's no more arguments that's going on because of the debts. So go ahead and wipe it clean. Now, let's talk about some responsibility, too. If you're going to have a clean slate, let's start off at the beginning. And when we accumulate bills, let's pay the stuff off. If we are going to stay in relationships and we're going to have healthy ones, your finances have to be together or you're just bringing more to the table. That is Mail that hasn't been open, meaning that it's probably garbage. So think about this in the relationships that you're in, you know, especially if you're going to be loyal, if you're going to be faithful and you're going to be obedient. All these things matter. Quality, quantity, your finances, your debts, um, investing, you know, where are we when it when we talk about investing money? You know, I hate to say this, but Caucasians teach their children how to invest. We wonder why they have so much money. Well, there's a little secret. If you do not have an insurance policy, I'm going to tell you to get one. And I'm going to tell you the benefits of having an insurance policy. And everybody should have one at this point. I don't care if the insurance policy leaves just enough money to bury you. Do it. Not only do it for yourself if you are married or in a serious relationship and you're going to get married. This should be a conversation having. It's worth having. Have the conversation with your spouse. Have the conversation with your children. 
Caucasians leave their money to their children when they die. They make sure that they have the most heftiest policy available because they know that when they die, their children are going to be okay. That's how they continue to roll the money over and continue to have all of this money. You know, I work in a financial institution, so I see it all the time and I see and I see these young kids and they got over a hundred thousand dollars just sitting in an account. Why don't we teach our children about that? So to talk about that, it, it starts with you. It starts with us. It starts with us in a relationship. We have to invest some money. If you don't know anything about investments, Google it. Look it up. The computer does everything. Your phone does everything. If you're able to listen to this podcast and you are able to Google investments, there are investments that you can start out as a couple and and you can talk about it as low as $10 a month to start it. You know, once you start it, all you can do is just watch it grow. You know, for $10, if I'm not mistaken, that'll get you about a thousand shares. It just depends on what the rate is. But if we're not talking about these things in our relationships, this is where we can end up leaving our spouses and our children with the baggage. Let's not do that, you guys. If we are in relationships with our families, you know, as husband and wife, let's talk about this thing because I know for this to be able to break people up too, you know, talking about insurance policies. Now, if they're talking about insurance policy um, and they're trying to take you out the game, number one, that's not the person for you to be with, okay? Number two, don't get no policy with them on it and don't let them get a policy for you. But if we're going to do the responsible thing, Let's sit down and talk about investments. Let's talk about what we want to leave behind in our legacy. We shouldn't leave debt behind. We don't need that. You know, especially if your relationship is suffering from it. You don't want to leave after you've filed for the bankruptcies and you you guys have gotten your relationship back together and you up and die and there is no money to bury you. Imagine how you are leaving your spouse. Once again, I'll go back to it. That's you being loyal, faithful, and obedient. If you're doing that, you won't leave your spouse in any rut. And I hope that this is not going over anybody's head. I'm talking about this because it's very, very important. It's very, very needed at this time. The black families are in a really, really bad situation. The kids are not being fed. The wives are not being loved. The husbands are not being loved the right way. You got men out here just cheating their little lives away. You got the women doing the same thing. It makes no sense. And our black families are suffering really, really bad. Um, I know that there is a lack of jobs that are going on, but there also is a abundance of jobs that are out there. It just is 
depends and decides on what you want to do. But if you are in a relationship, I say, you know, talk about those things. Talk about, you know, how to save money. How do we raise our credit score? How can we be a force together versus apart? You know, it's only so many pair of gym shoes that you can freaking wear. It's so it's only so many outfits that you can wear. You know, we spend our money on the craziest things. Sometimes I'm one of them. Sometimes I buy stuff and I say, why did I buy that? I don't even know. But I'm by myself. I'm not in a relationship to where I have to consider somebody else's feelings on what I spend or what I buy. But I want everybody to keep that in mind. For those of you guys that are listening to the podcast, you know, I try to bring informational things. I try to uplift instead of tearing down because we get enough of that in the news already. And I know that our black men are being killed consistently. And now it's not even just the black black men, it's the black women too. It's becoming all too familiar and all too common on the news like you if you watch the news at any time of the day you are expecting to hear that somebody black got killed or died in the hands of somebody else's foolishness come on y'all we don't have to do this they already want us out the picture so we have to step up and be strong. And if we are in relationships, we have to step up and be strong in our relationships. Oh, be obedient to yourself and also be obedient to God. You know, God has a, you know, a word for that, too. You know, he has a desire for you to be faithful. You know, he has a desire for you to be loyal. So. We have to include our morals and we have to include and do things that we know that are going to keep our families together because they want to tear us apart. They want the black families to be torn. They want the black men to be in jail. They want us back in slavery if they could, but they know we ain't going for that crap. We didn't, they know we ain't buying it. It's just too many. And I'm just going to say it. Niggas out here and everybody know what nigga mean. And I'm talking, yes. And I said, nigga, this is my show. And I said it. We got too many niggas that's going to clown and act a fool before they, they will die before they will become any slaves. So, you know, we have to do better on the coming up part. You know, we we have to come up and we have to raise above what these people see and think. You know, with this reparations that's coming, it's been a long time. It's been way overdue, you know. So we let's get our our black community and families back together. You know, let's let's bring us together. Let's before we take that step and say it's over. Let's try to re-invent, invent our relationships. It's possible it can be done. Now, some are some relationships are just over. And yes, they probably should have been over years ago. 
But if you see the quality and quantity in the person that you are with, then try to reinvent what you have. Okay, that is my take on the topic of being loyal and faithful and obedient. There's something else that I wanted to talk to my listeners about. So there's a show, and yes, I'm guilty of it. I watch it. It's called Love and Hip Hop. This is Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And there's a episode where it's about if you know who these people are if you don't know who these people are it's fine I'm going to get to the point but the young lady her name is Yandy her husband is named in DC um, Yandy took in a young lady um, it was her foster child and being someone that has been in foster care and yes I've been in foster care before so I know I know <laughs> How society, I know what how society is and I know what they say about us. But she took this young lady in and apparently the girl betrayed her in some way of by telling Yandy that she was going to, you know, call the police to have her children taken. Um, her husband, Mendici, was in the hospital, not the hospital, but in jail. He was in prison for um, and he was in federal prison at that. And. She was causing so much and so many problems to the point where he possibly wasn't going to be able to come home as long as she was living there. My whole point of it is, is that Yandy wants to send, well, send the young lady back to live with her grandmother, her grandmother that already could not take care of her. That's why she became Yandy's foster child. The reason that I'm bringing this up because... I have a really deep question is when you take in someone else's child and you take the child in as your own. And I understand if the young lady was causing all types of problems and things of that nature. But I do have some questions that, you know, are in the back of my mind. You know, foster kids don't become foster kids because they want to foster kids, especially for the black community end up being in foster care because they are a victim to their circumstances. And a lot of times it's no fault of their own. It's just the way the system is set up and it's not set up for us. It is set up against us. And when I say us, I mean the black people. It's not designed to keep the black families together. It's so many things that we are deprived of. When it comes to our rights as people putting our children in a system and taking them away from us and sending them to live with other people that they have no idea of who this person is. But the young lady, I guess, was out of line and she told the young lady that she had to go back and be with her grandmother. The young girl evidently suffers from some type of mental illness. And um, she has a victim uh, mentality. But I understand the young lady, too. She felt a certain way in her. The way that she felt was that she was going to be kind of forgotten about. And I can understand that. The, the other things, I don't condone it. You know, 
making up stories, causing lies, stealing stuff. That's not cool. You shouldn't do that. But I know that when you are in foster care, like I said, you are a victim to circumstances. And it's unfortunate because, like I said, the system is not designed for us. But I had a comparison of if a dog does something because the way that Yandy feels, she feels betrayed. But if a dog betrays you or any animal of that sort, there's so many people that will take their animal over their loved one or someone that they're caring for. They will love this animal more than they love a human. Now, I have to say, that is the most craziest thing that I could even think of. You know, I know some people are just attached to their animals, and I get it. That's your comfort. This is what you like, and this is what you love. But don't forget of who the master is over the animal. So my point is, is that I could not, if it was me, I probably would have had to have a long talk with this young lady by her being my foster child. And I know what foster care means. Foster care for some people is a getaway. It is a way out for some kids. And some kids, don't get me wrong, end up being very successful and very good citizens in the United States. But there are some kids that are put in foster care and they don't actually get the care that they need. Remember, it's called foster care. The word foster came from, I have to look it up before I even finish it, but it just basically came from an individual and he created these homes. That's how they And he created these homes for children that didn't have parents and things of that nature. I'll get more information on it, but that's where they came up with the foster part. The care part, they put it together and they came up with foster care. But if you do your history, if you do your research, if you research the word and foster and and foster care and how it all came about, it'll give you the whole story in the spiel. But as a person that has been in foster care before, and I've been in two foster homes, um, it's not that simple for the child. You know, whatever it is that's going on with the kid, you took them in for a reason. They became a foster child for a reason. You know, I don't agree with just sending the child back. That's my take on it. Because if it was a damn dog and the dog had did something wrong, she just would have whooped the dog put the dog in the cage maybe for a few hours or whatever or you know got up in the dog's face and talked crap to the dog and you know chastised the dog or whatever the animal was accordingly we're talking about a human being though you're just gonna send this girl back now i don't you know i don't have all of the details but the details that i do have is jacked up You know, I know this is a show, but the show have topics and things that really go on that is going on in everybody, everyday household. And it's not just happening in the black households, it's happening black, white, Chinese, Puerto Rican, you know, whatever you are. 
it's happening in the homes, but it happens more than often, way too often in the black homes. And we really have to do something about this. We really have to do something about the foster care overflowing to where they are creating more group homes and they are creating more, you know, and getting more people to adopt because in the black community, they don't bring us things that are more centers. We have more family independence, independence centers. So you can get your food stamps. So you can get your Medicaid, you know, so you can get your little, your handout. Now for the families that benefit from that, great. It's wonderful. I think it's an awesome thing, but I think that everybody should be entitled to it. I don't think just because you work, you should not be able to get some of that entitlement. We should have free medical, but you know, I'm bringing that up to talk about the FIA because we got more FIA offices than we have shelters. We have more FIA offices than we we probably have the same amount as hospitals at this point because it's designed to keep people in poverty. So this is why I'm so adamant about doing things and trying to make a change. You know, we have to we have to start somewhere and we have to start now. You know, I don't know if you may want to be a person to get more information out there, because the more information that is out there, the more that is going to be paid attention to. I don't just talk about this stuff. These things really are embedded in my thoughts. These are the, the things that I think about. You know, we need more centers that are for families that are on the brink of giving up. We need more centers, just like we have the options to go to a hospital and tell them that I'm thinking of committing suicide. We should be able to have centers where we can go to and say that me and my family are struggling and we need some counseling. We need some help. Before we be statistics in society. Now, I know for some people, you know, they may not care or they may not want to voice their opinions to show that they care. But when do it stop? Because if there's a certain liquor that's not at the liquor store, people complain, they they bitch, they moan about it. Oh, you ain't got this. What you mean? We should be doing that about our communities. What you mean you don't have no facility where me and my wife can go to because we feel like we on the brink of breaking up. You know, it's limited and it should be a free service. You know, if you don't have any insurance, then there's there's not too many centers that are around here where they want to help the black man and woman. To stay together. That's just not the goal. It's never been the goal. We've always been. The people that they want to break apart. Because they seen how strong. The black family can be. This is why they wanted us. 
to stay into slavery. This is why they wanted us to not have any equality or any rights to anything. This is why they want to take us back. People are only paying attention because now the black lives matter. We can't, you know, I'm all for it. Yes, our black lives do matter. But when we going to have start to have equality that matters. Equality for life. Teaching us ways that we can live. If we got a liquor store in every corner, then there should be a teaching facility on every corner. Let me teach you how not to stay in that liquor store. Let me teach you how not to be continuing to smoke those cigarettes. Let me teach you how not to be out here popping pills. Let me motivate you on how to continue to keep your job. See, these are the things that we need. Let me teach you on how to be a man in a marriage. We should have these facilities on every corner. Every corner that there is a liquor store. Damn it, it should be a facility there that is to help our people. And it is to help our young men to get off these streets. To help them to be fighters and not killers. Because we we losing them too much and too often. I have one son and I don't want to lose my son. I don't want to lose my son to this foolishness out here because every day I see it on the news. I see it on the news and it's way too often. I can't keep him locked up because he has to live life and I have to trust God and I have to trust God with my prayers. But I know even for my daughters, I don't want to lose them either. To the foolishness and the violence that's going on in the streets. So when this November ballot comes up. We need to make damn sure that that retro, that money, (laughs) those reparations is set for you and for me and for our kids. Because they can start a legacy If we do it right, if we do it right, if we receive it right and we do right by it, it can't do nothing else but go right. So we have to get these words out here. You know, I think about these things every day. I think about the people that are near and dear to my heart. You know, I think about. The ones that suffer silently inside. So we have to do something. We have to do something. The city of Detroit, if you do not live in Michigan or if you are listening and you are not living in Michigan and you don't know anything about the city of Detroit, it can be a great place to live. But we're po- we are poverty Poverty stricken here, excuse me. We are poverty stricken here and they like to keep us that way, but we don't have to be stuck. Let's get unstuck. Let's continue to vote. 
Let's continue to march. Let's continue to write. Let me tell you how important writing is. When you document something, writing is so important because once you document it, it's said and it's in stone and it's written. When you talk about it, it's like dead air. It goes in one ear and out the other. So I even use this on my job. When I tell people, if you're going to complain about something, then you need to put it in writing. You need to date it and you need to make sure that you keep a copy and they keep a copy because you wrote it out and you got the date that you wrote it. I even put the time that I wrote it. That's how I would do things. That's how petty I would be. I even write the time and verbatimly write everything that I know or that I've heard. Or that I've seen. Because like I said. Talking means nothing. It just go in one ear and out the other. It's like the Charlie Brown. Womp, 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 womp. That's all you hear. And if we don't do anything about it but just talk. Then we're just going to be stuck. And continuing to see the same things about Nothing that's happening on this TV. I don't never hear no good news. It's so doggone bad that every time you hear the you hear the the news and it's talking about the weather, the damn weather is bad. Now you know it's 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 too much. The the weather bad too. Come on now, we as people, we got to do something about this. Something else I wanted to talk about um, that's been going on in these United States. And once again, it's supposed to be the free country. So everybody wants to come and be in the United States. I am not Republican and I am not Democrat. I am for what's right. <clears throat> if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. And I stand by my word. But we're letting too many people that are not from here stay here we have to learn how to take care of our own people fight our own wars because we have a lot of wars that's going on right here in the united states on the streets we need to learn how to fight our own wars we need to learn how to put our soldiers where they're needed and they're needed here in the United States to protect us and to guard us. We have a lot of illegal immigrants that are getting over here. And I understand that, you know, where they're living at is not healthy and is not right. And everybody wants to come here. Everybody don't need to come to the United States. Go other places. Go visit Russia. Go visit China. Why don't you walk over there? See, they know that it's allowed and it's allowed from us. And we have to stop continuing this. Um, there's a petition that's going to be going out and it, you need to sign the petition. And the petition is to stop the illegal immigrants. 
I understand that they, you know, need help, but we need help more here. We need our own insurance to be free to us. We need to be able to have access to all the food and crops that we could possibly have to feed our family, not keep giving it to people that do not belong here and they are not citizens of the United States. I'm going to wrap this up because my time is getting ready to end. But these are the topics that I wanted to bring to you today. Um, I had a little bit more to talk about, but I will follow up um, more on what I'm talking about today. The show is called Let's Talk About It. My name is Kizzy. I thank you and I appreciate you for taking out the time to listen. Have a good night.